0: Hello dear friends, kamusta ka na? Nag-evolve na yung COVID-19, No, meron na siyang mga variants, pero tayo ganito pa rin. And sadly, our situation here in the Philippines is becoming worse. Well, not technically because of the virus, but because of very poor and incompetent governance. Hindi na nga ako nanonood ng balita kasi ayoko nang magalit or mainis kasi to be honest, nakakapagod maging Pilipino and for this episode, dahil nalalapit ang election season and in a month's time or in the near future I'm sure marami na tayong campaigns online and offline we will talk about what we can do and what we should do as Filipinos to move our nation forward dahil sino ba namang ayaw ng malinis at tapat na gobyerno I think everyone wants that because if you have a good government, magkakaroon ng equality, equal opportunities and rights for everyone. So to begin, dito sa Philippines, wala pang pandemic, laganap na yung paggamit ng social media. And according to datareportal.com, merong 89 million social media users here in our country. And ang pinakaginagamit nating platforms ay Facebook and YouTube. The global average for social media usage is at 2 hours and 25 minutes only. Pero tayo dito sa Pilipinas, ang average natin ay umaabot ng 4 hours and 15 minutes each day. And when it comes to internet usage, kasi iba naman yung social media sa internet per se, we are clocking in close to 11 hours per day. And to be exact, that's 10 hours and 56 minutes. So, sobrang babad tayo, sobrang exposed tayo sa virtual world. And again, if we put it in the context of the elections, we have to be very careful when consuming and sharing information online dahil laganap rin ang fake news. Ang dami niyan, no? And uh, uh fake news is a big industry composed of professional people who worked or are working in the PR, advertising, and marketing and maraming levels yan. Maybe I can talk about it more in a separate episode but let's take fake news as a form of misinformation. So ano nga ba yung pagkakaiba ng misinformation and disinformation. So, si misinformation, uh, this is the spread of false information regardless of the intent. Pero si disinformation, merong conscious or intention ng pagpapakalat ng maling balita. At dahil nga exposed tayo sa internet, we are very susceptible to misinformation no matter how intelligent we believe we are. Kaya nga, we have to be careful in choosing kung ano yung mga sinishare nating content News, stories, or photos sa ating mga networks because it also reinforces polarization, our filter bubbles, and echo chambers. So baka nagtatanong kayo, no, ano ba tong mga terms na pinagsasasabi ko? Again, dahil nga merong 89 million social media users dito sa bansa and I know isa ka doon, we have to know how to move safely in the virtual world. So balik tayo sa polarization polarization is very simple it's the division of two contrasting opinions and beliefs so walang gray area, it's just black and white and now, it's very evident yung polarization kasi napakadalang na makakita tayo ng political news sa feeds natin na hindi mababanggit yung mga terms na DDS or dilawan, ba? It's always there. Andun siya lagi. Parang default na siyang kasali sa arguments, sa comments. And it's dangerous if we only choose to understand one side of the story. It's totally okay to be loyal to your principles or beliefs, pero it becomes unhealthy when you strongly reinforce your beliefs to other people. For example, animal rights. Um, the people who know me, kilala nila ako na I will really fight for the rights of cats and dogs. Well, kahit mga ibon pa yan, no? And I don't see them as pests in the community. They are part of the community, and I also know people who see them, the cats and the dogs, as just pests, no, mga kalat lang sa daanan, and that's okay, um, it's because we are different people with different backgrounds, with different views, and we have to acknowledge these differences because it's an opportunity for intelligent and worthwhile conversations. Kasi, when I block all of this um, information off from people that I don't like, hindi tayo mag a sa compromise. ba? When you engage in polarization, you are limiting your access to information minsan nga sa katotohanan pa. Kasi no matter how many opinions we have, no matter how much comments we read, mayroong isang fact. And when we begin this habit of siding and na develop yung konsepto ng sila at kami, we begin filtering what we see on our social media through algorithms and we also strengthen yung ating filter bubbles and echo chambers so filter bubbles they are ano filters no um example nagscroll ako sa aking facebook eh di ba sabi ko nga kanina ayoko nang nakakakita o nakakabasa na mga balita kasi na ako so aggagawin ko unfollow ako ngayon sa mga news sources sa mga news agencies ang mangyayari wala nang lalabas na news Sa newsfeed ko, sa feed ko, wala nang balita, kahit ano. When we filter, the only content, ideas, concepts, and people that we will encounter on our social media are the ones we align with. So, kung baga kung kanino tayo nag a yun lang yung makikita natin. So, hindi na natin nakikita kung ano ba yung nandun sa kabilang bundok. And dahil nga wala tayong vision of what's on the other side, we are being fed only with what we want and we think na ito na rin yung nakikita ng ibang tao which is not true. Because your social media platform, whatever information, content or advertisement is in there, customized yan by you, by the user. So who you are offline reflects who you are online nag yung interests mo, yung perspectives mo, yung political stance mo on several issues, nagre-reflect yan sa social media mo. And the danger there is that you might believe na ito na yung opinion ng majority or ng general population. And again, it is not true. It is very important that we understand these concepts. Considering our social media usage and the elections, we need to be smart. We need to see clearly kung ano ba yung nangyayari sa Pilipinas, kung sino yung nagtatrabaho para sa Pilipinas, kung yung pinagkakakitaan lang yung Pilipinas. We need to move. Kailangang bumoto tayo at matuto tayong pumili ng nararapat na pinuno para sa Pilipinas kasi sa totoo lang... Nakakasawa na No, alam kong hindi lang ako yung nakaka ng ganito Na nakakasukan na yung mga nangyayaring harap-harap ang panluloko sa atin Nakaka-disappoint na rin yung mga unprofessional remarks na Magkupayot ka muna You know, personal attacks are only for the weak And if you can't stomach yung pagtatanong sa'yo ng other government officials, then don't run in the first place because politics is not for the weak. Hindi yan para sa mayabang, hindi sa puro salita. Pero sadly sa Pilipinas, ganyan eh. Ganyan tayo. Ngayon, kung isa ka sa mga naririnde, sa paulit-ulit, paikot-ikot tayong ECQ, MECQ, GCQ, MGCQ, Granular lockdown, may bubbles-bubbles pa yung nalalaman Kunin mo yung cellphone mo at itype mo ay Magrehistro ka at bumoto ka Ang dami nating kababayang nagihirap Ang daming nawalan ng trabaho, nawalan ng mahal sa buhay Hihintayin mo pa bang may mawala sa'yo bago ka kumilos O mag-decide kang maging parte ng positibong pagbabago Yung kahirapan, poverty. It's a very complex issue that it affects all the other issues, no? Ito yung umbrella ng issue sa quality education, access to quality healthcare. And when I say healthcare, hindi lang ito yung physical, pati mental. Decent work. Kasi look at it this way. Um, considering the framework of the UN Sustainable Development Goals, poverty. No poverty, that's SDG 1. Bakit? Because the poverty causes a ripple effect to other developmental issues. Kung mahirap ka, paano ka makakapag-aral? Kung hindi ka makakapag-aral, paano ka makakahanap ng disenteng trabaho? Kung swertehan ka naman na magkatrabaho, what are the chances na mape ka at mabibigyan ng karapat-dapat na incentives ngayong prevalent pa rin ang precarious employment katulad ng job orders and contractuals? I hope you understand how poverty is also related to corruption. Though we can also say that it's not the principal cause of poverty and economic stagnation, Pero, it has some bearing on the spread of poverty. And again, putting it in the context of the pandemic, Corruption, as defined by Transparency International, refers to, and I quote, the abuse of entrusted power for private gain. It can be classified as grand, petty, and political depending on the amounts of money lost and the sector where it occurs. Unquote. Now tell me, go watch the news and justify the findings of the Commission on Audit. Parang don't justify it by saying, oh, we are being bullied, winarak niyo kami, ganyan-ganyan. Please, thousands of Filipinos lost their loved ones because of your inability to perform. Answer it with integrity kung wala talagang nawawalang funds and don't cry over it like a 5-year-old na inagawan ng laruan. Nung pinanganak yung community pantry sa Maginhawa, we clearly saw yung pangangailangan ng kapwa natin for food. Na kahit madaling araw pa lang, pipila na sila just to get a small bag of food. And we see that what they need is very urgent. Pagkain. Hindi rin kasi natin minsan nakakita yung need ng other people because tayo nakakakain tayo ng tatlong beses sa isang araw. Minsan nga. Mas marami pa. And again, um, food, uh, it's a component of nutrition. So, how can you perform well in school and in work kung kumakalam ang sikmura mo? How can you build lasting and positive relationships if bog yung mental health mo? This pandemic magnified pre-existing issues here in the Philippines at sobrang nakakalungkot that we are falling apart. And if you still can't see or refuse to acknowledge the incompetence and the failures of this government, isipin mo yung future ng anak mo or yung future ng kapatid mo na nag-aaral pa o nang inaanak mo o ng pinsan mong nasa grade school pa lang. Do you even see a future for them Ako hirap maging pessimistic sa panahon ngayon but um if we won't act now Isipin mo how much damage can we take as a Filipino and as a nation Bugbog na bugbog na tayo eh Gumising ka Dahil kung pangarap mo yung sinasabi ng Ambisyon 2040 na matatag, maginawa at panatag na buhay para sa lahat. Kumilos ka. Bumoto ka. Because this is our chance. Really, and I can't stress it enough, your vote will decide the fate of our country along with millions of Filipinos. And to end, I would just like to share this short poem na ginawa ko when it was announced na babalik na naman tayo sa ECQ. Ang title nito is Ano Na? Mahigit isang taon na ganito pa rin tayo. Wala na ba talagang magbabago? Para tayong nasa presong ang mga gwardya ay korup na politiko. Isang maliit na pagbabago na may malaking epekto sa sambayan ng Pilipino ay ang iyong pagboto. Kaya manindigan. Manindigan para sa Pilipinas. Tama na yung mga politikong ungas at mandurugas. Oras na para sa mapayapa at malinis na bukas. Kaya bumoto at ipakita ang natatanging mong lakas.